Um, real quick before we get started, uh, the only way this podcast grows is by you sharing it uh, with your friends. Obviously, we don't do like ads or anything like that. So if you can leave a review, if you can share it with your friends, share it with your enemies, it would be very, very helpful for us to help grow the podcast. I think, I have to check, I'm not good with the stats, but I think we're like over 10,000 downloads since we started coming up uh, about eight months or something like that. So very, very cool. Very cool. And it seems like the, the podcast does have an impact. So please share it with your friends. Real quick, before we get to the episode, um, as I posted on Instagram, our Kyle Biz 101 program. The price will be going up in January. So uh, you will hear this episode on December 21st, 2022. So you will have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You'll have 10 days, 10 days to get Cairo Biz 101, our flagship program, our playbook to build everything that we've built. You have 10 days to get it at the cheapest price. It will be offered because as of January 1st, the price will be going up. So if you're on the fence and you like to save money and you want to help build your practice like we have in the rehab setting and want a chance to get to over seven figures like we have, um, I would recommend jumping on it now if you like to save money. If not, we will be here in the in January and I'm happy to have you do that then as well. Um, so email me, coaching at strive to move.com. Send me a DM on Instagram. We want to make sure that you get the program at the cheapest rate possible. So today's episode, um, a little bit different feel as you will hear, uh, very, very vulnerable. I'm telling my story and my wife's story, my family's story about, um, IVF. And I think some lessons that we can all draw from that, um, you know, business wise and personal wise, um, you know, I, I asked my wife permission to share the story. We haven't really talked about it very much, obviously, for obvious reasons. Um, so I did get permission from Dell to be able to sort of share our journey and story. Um, and I hope you enjoy it. Obviously, again, it's very personal, but I think there's lessons and worth sharing with you. I hope you enjoy. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Business School for the Rehab Chiropractor. Class is officially in session. My name is Justin Rabinowitz, and I am a rehab chiropractor on a mission to teach you, a fellow rehab chiropractor, the exact tools and systems I've used to build my own successful rehab chiropractic practice so you can do the same. I hope you enjoy, and please subscribe. So in July of 2020, um, like so many people during that time, uh, not a lot to do, right? So my wife and I, I'm joking, but my wife and I were looking to start a family. And um, luckily, we got pregnant in July of 2020. Uh, unfortunately, and as I've come to learn and find out, you know, uh, going through this journey, um, like so many other people, and six weeks later, we unfortunately lost the, lost the baby. And, you know, I don't have to tell people out there whether you've gone through it. I hope you haven't. But if you have, how, you know, just terrible that is and devastating and isolating and lonely and, and all, all those different emotions that go through that. Um, and uh, unfortunately, over the next, I guess, six, six months, nine months, maybe a year, it happened two more times. And so um, my wife got pregnant three times. And unfortunately, at the same point, six weeks in each time, she uh, and we lost, lost the baby. Um, you know, it was at that point, where we started to look into some other options, right? The, the most common one being IVF. Um, and so we started this process of going through IVF, not going through it, but at least exploring IVF. And, you know, for, for people out there that, you know, don't know 
basically what happens is you go to the the place, the facility, and they the first thing they do is they run you through just a battery of tests. They want to see, you know, mom and dad, is there anything going on, anything health-wise, genetic-wise that might be making this happen and preventing, preventing you from getting pregnant. Um, and uh, the good news was, the good news was there was nothing wrong. Um, which, you know, funny, funny enough for you clinicians out there, it's oftentimes I'll tell a patient, you know, the good news and the bad news is there's a lot going on here. Um, the good news is when there's a lot going on, we have a lot to fix. Um, the bad news is there's a lot to fix, but, you know, imagine in a clinical situation when a patient comes in and everything looks great and they're moving wonderful and, uh, everything is fine and they're still in pain, then it, then it becomes more challenging. And so we were sort of in that second category where, um, we, we um, we got pregnant and then we, um, you know, uh, miscarried a few times. And then after that, for the next bit of time, for a long time, we couldn't get pregnant at all. And so that's as we're going through this process of IVF, you know, we're trying to see, hey, is there something wrong? And almost like it would be a relief in some aspects if it's like, oh, yeah, this is the problem. But, you know, we never found a problem. And so we never found never found that problem. And so... We did this for months and months and months, and actually, you know, over the course of, of years, we, we were going through this process of exploring and waiting and genetic testing and, you know, indecision and not sure what to do. Should we just keep trying naturally or should we, you know, try to go through IVF? Um, and my wife, um, as we'll talk, you know, to her credit, you know, for a lot of different reasons, which I'll get into, she, she wanted to try. And, you know, her, her thing the whole time was, you know, we had gotten pregnant before and now if we can't get pregnant, there's nothing wrong with either of us. You know, maybe we just need to, to just keep, keep at it, you know, keep trying and, and hopefully it'll work. And so, you know, we did this from July, 2020, um, and it got to be the near, it got close to 2022. So that timeline, you can, you know, year and a half. And we still, we still couldn't get pregnant. And, um, we sort of went into July of 20, uh, sorry, January of 2022, where we kind of set a deadline and we said to ourselves, you know, we really want to try to do this naturally. There's, we know there's nothing wrong with us. Um, we know that, you know, for whatever reason, this isn't going to work. And, and potentially we would go through with the IVF treatments starting in January of 2022. And during that conversation was when sort of the, what I wanted to talk about today happened. And there's a couple layers of this conversation that'll be interesting. But um, it was in that conversation that I had with my wife during that time where I thought that there was a good lesson to be able to share with, with you guys. Um you know, going into the new year, obviously there's a lot of hesitation in 2022 about doing the IVF. Uh, on a personal level, it's like, you know, it's like we got pregnant already and we feel like we should be able to. And um, on a more like a philosophical level, it's like, do we really want to have to go through that, something that we think can happen naturally? Now, again, I know there's a lot that goes into it, but that's what, you know, sort of going through the head of, of, of my wife, Dell and, and myself. And I, and I totally understand that, but there was another piece of it that we ended up having a conversation about that I think is relevant and it was the cost. And so the first two pieces of it, of like, you know, I think we ought to be able to get pregnant on our own and, you know, maybe we do, we don't have to do all the hormone treatment and all of that. Like that's almost a philosophical conversation. And, and I, and I told my wife at the time, I said, listen, I, I, I totally understand and I get it. And I, you know, there's nothing that I'm going to say other than just talk it through it of maybe why it might be a good idea or not. Like, I don't have much to add there, to be honest, other than just kind of having a, a, a discussion, but then it came to the money side of it. And this is where I think it got interesting. Now, 
one of the reasons, one of the reasons um, when I talked to my wife about it and I said, are you, are you hesitant to go through with IVF because of the cost? And, you know, for us, we, even with our health insurance that we get through my wife's company, it would have still cost us about $25,000 all in. And so, you know, not a, not a small sum of money uh, in any respect. And as we engage in this discussion a little bit more, you know, I, uh, she, she kind of admitted like, yeah, there's a part of me that's just like I, something that we think we can do naturally. We're going to have to pay 25000 and it just yeah, made made her and, and, and myself like kind of hesitant towards it. And so I'll share with you sort of how I told her to think about it because I think having perspective in situations like this and maybe it can help you in, in your journey going forward. You know, the thing that I, I stopped and I shared with her was, you know, we... We've been together almost, you know, dating uh, almost a decade now. We've been married since 2018, and um, you know, she, 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 and I started just dating essentially when I opened the pra- opened the practice, and she was just entering grad school, and so there was, uh, you know, a lot of transition and a lot of working hard and a lot of sacrifice and a lot of things that we didn't do, and I'll get into those. Um, but you know, she's been on this journey with me and this entrepreneurial journey, which you all know is a crazy, crazy journey for for years and years and years. And at the time that we were having this discussion going into 2022, I, I, the first thing I said to her was like, the best news about this is that we can write this check for $25,000 tomorrow. And you know what? Nothing in our life would change. And I thought that gaining that perspective and making sure that she had that perspective on it, because what I went on to talk about was like, listen, we, uh, first of all, I know that I'm a crazy person. Like I can talk through, which I will, some of the decisions that we've made along the way. But, you know, when you have a spouse, they're making those decisions with you. You know, we've sacrificed so much, you know, in the first two or three, four years of our relationship, I think we went on like, we we went on like one vacation. Uh, I'll never forget. We were at the Grand Canyon for four, we were at the Grand Canyon for like four days. And on the top of the mountain, I got a call on my cell phone from like a prospective patient. She's like, you have to take it. Right. And so like, that was the first time experience we ever had away, but I was a brand new business owner and like, I was just trying to build the business up. She was in school. So we didn't have like a ton. I mean, we were like, again, we were fine, but we weren't like killing it. And so that was, you know, 20, I don't even know, 15, 16, something like that. Um, you know, beyond that, the idea I've talked about it before, you know, we still, I bought a two bedroom, small little condo in 2013 of which I thought I'd be there two or three years. And then I'd go buy a house in 2023. We're still in the same place. And I promise you, we've had a lot of discussions about when do we get the house and when do we make the move? And the thing that I've always, and again, she pushed back on, but, but we've agreed is like, um, you know, the longer we can wait, the more I can reinvest in the business. Uh, we even bought real estate in the business before we bought real estate for ourselves uh, from a house perspective. And so we've, we've kind of kept our costs at bay and so low so that we can go and invest in the business over and over and over with the idea that potentially no guarantee one day, one day we'll have a lot more. And so Again, the thing that I did there was I reminded her of all of this. I said, like, we've sacrificed a lot and you've been along for the ride this whole time. And we've been able to, over time, fortunately, grow these businesses, build up savings, have a lot of disposable income at that point where the fact that we can write a $25,000 check and nothing will change in our life is actually one of the biggest gifts and the greatest gifts that we could ever do. And so 
the the lesson that I tried to share with her was that maybe we need to change our perspective on this, that it's not a, a fine, so to speak, that we have to pay this 25. Actually, it's flipped. It's actually flipped. It's that, wow, look how well we've done. Look what sacrifices we've made. And because of that, we're in a position where we can do this, which theoretically could be the most valuable money anyone's ever spent to create a child, and it wouldn't change our life at all. And I know because we went through the financial discussions with the IVF place. I mean, there are people that take on lots of debt, like that, you know, don't have the money, that can't pay for it right now, but they want to get pregnant. And so they, they spend lots and lots of money, and then they go into a lot of debt in order to do this. And we didn't have to do that. And so the lesson that I, I shared and I hope to share with you is like when you do make sacrifices and you do the crazy things that business owners and entrepreneurs do, there's a reason for it. The fact that we could write that check for 25K and wake up the next day and not have to change anything in our life and not have the stress or the burden of having to pay off a debt because of it is that's the point. And that was the lesson that I at least tried to share, at least my perspective on it of like, when we write that check, we should write it with a smile. Because the fact that we could do that with a business that we've created that she sacrificed and I've sacrificed and been patient and saved the money and done uncommon things, not buy the fancy car, not go on the fancy trips, not buy the new house, the things that normal people do, the things that people in your life pressure you to do, the fact that we didn't do that. That's the reason why we're able to do this. And so I kind of joked with her. I said, listen, we will drive ourselves nuts in this case. Because not only is it frustrating and tiresome and challenging to do all the things that we've done, make all the sacrifices we've made, that's hard. And now we're going to drive ourselves nuts because we have to spend the money. But if we didn't make the sacrifice in the front end, we wouldn't have the money. So it's like, if we're going to be mad, we have to spend the money that we work so hard to save. We can't win. And I think that dose of reality and perspective, I think really, really helped her in in kind of getting to grips and terms with the cost, the financial cost of it. You know, the next lesson that I wanted to share is, um, I think we talk a lot about it in our mastermind group. And, and I think so many of us have, you know, inherent sort of value and money issues of how we were brought up or, or you know, afraid of charging people or a lot of different things. And, um, I think inherently it's a cliche, but understanding that running a good business and making money and and having money is not a negative, right? It's not evil. I mean, in this situation, the fact that we had the 25,000 because we had our good business and because the business produced income and because we were able to take money out and save it personally, that's the only reason why we were able to get to that point where that check of 25,000 made no difference. And so that doesn't happen if we don't charge the right price. It doesn't happen if we don't make those decisions. It doesn't happen if I don't spend the money to invest in myself to grow the business. And so for some of you guys out there who are afraid of spending money or afraid of being bankrupt by investing in yourself or afraid of asking others for money or whatever mindset shift we need to start to think about, realize that being able to make money or charging other people money or asking people for money or making a lot of money, it is not a negative. It's not a negative. I don't care what the media says. I don't care what they say on Twitter. 
I think money can be used for really positive ways. It can be used for negative ways too, but that's individual. I thought in our situation, we were going to use it for a really good thing. And I hope you feel the same way. Now, if you don't, that's fine, but you know, that would be a really good way to spend money. But if I didn't have the money to spend, I couldn't spend the money. Now, those are the lessons I wanted to share in terms of money, and I hope that resonated. But some of you guys will appreciate the rest of this story, especially in the rehab Cairo community. Um, and shout out to any of my acupuncturists there. The part of the story that I that I uh, left out. So, as I said, January 2022 comes around, and we are scheduled to start the IVF treatments. It was, I think, the second week of January. Uh, the first week of January, I get COVID, and then Dell inevitably gets COVID. And so what happens? We have to cancel our IVF treatments, and we had to delay it until February. In that period of time, and there's another layer of the story too, but let me just, I'll just say we knew because our family was using a Chinese medicine acupuncturist in Manhattan, in New York City, which is about an hour from us. And when this acupuncturist got wind of like, you know, COVID and whatever IVF uh, with our family, she, he said like, oh no, she needs to come and see me. So, you know, I'm not an acupuncturist. So like, I'm going to give a story as a lay person, but essentially as I, as I've heard the story, cause I wasn't there, Dell goes into the acupuncturist after COVID and, and she's trying to get pregnant and about to do IVF. And he says to her after taking her pulse, oh no, you're not ready to get pregnant. Give me two months. Give me two months. Um, two months later, we were pregnant without IVF. And nine months after that, on Halloween, we had a little baby girl, Layla, without IVF. And so the last part of this story Again, a lot of lessons here. Last part of the story is, I think what we do, conservative medicine, ACU, um, is way more valuable than a lot of people give us credit for and also um, way more valuable than we give ourselves credit for. You know, we're not mainstream medicine. We're, some of us are a little kooky and quirky. But when you have situations like I just described there, which is that's exactly what happened. I mean, my God, how cool is that? And so I hope you get a little bit out of this from a money perspective, but if nothing else, just the reassurance that you as a rehab Cairo, ACU, PT, trainer, wherever you are in the world, that you can have an impact and you do have an impact. Even if your parents don't think so, even if sometimes you don't even think so, I promise you, you're having an impact. So keep going. Build your business. Build your career. You're going to help someone else. More importantly, you're going to help yourself. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you for free. One, grab a copy of my free guide, The Rehab Chiropractor's Checklist. You can get that at go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. That's go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. Two, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram at 
Justin Rabinowitz, where I post business content. Three, subscribe to my weekly newsletter by sending me an email at coaching at strivetomove.com. And four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more influential people and bring those lessons back to you. 